Welcome to Miss V, the Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has lost their voice and want to get it back. I lost my voice at a very young age, and it took me years of pain and hurt to get it back. On this podcast, I will bring you personal stories that will make you laugh, cry, think, heal, and in some cases, propel you into making new and better choices. At the end of each story, I give you my thoughts about what happened, and then I ask you probing questions to make you think. No answer is perfect, no answer is wrong. So let's get started today with my special guest. I am so excited today to have a special guest. We talked a couple of weeks ago, and let me tell you guys, I connected with him. I love his story. He's not going to share all of his story, but when I talk to him, I'm like, oh my God, I want him on my show. Not to mention, he is a storyteller like me. So you can imagine how we met in the the talking going back and forth. Um, Most likely, I'm going to say his last name wrong, but his first name is Sam, and his last name is, well, with that said, (laughs) because I'm going to mess it up, I I want you, Sam, to introduce yourself to my listeners, and please tell your last name. I didn't want to mess it up because I don't like when people mess up my first name, so go, Sam. Uh, My pleasure, and I look forward to sharing some insights. So it's Sam Thiara. So it's T-H-I-A-R-A. So it's just the Thiara, sort of the crown, but with a T-H in front. That makes sense. And if I was to describe myself, the easiest way for me to describe myself is there are five things that guide and direct me in life. Servant leadership, story sharing, activator igniter, champion enabler, and community do-gooder. Those five things have enabled me to help individuals, teams, organizations, educational institutions, and nonprofits to their pinnacle best. But equally, that's enabled me to become a speaker and a storyteller, Mm. a mentor and a coach, a a writer and blogger, an educator, problem solver, and a community activator. So that's what's guided me uh, to help me realize my journey, my story, my narrative, based on those five things I've just shared. Yes. Now you know why I wanted him on the show, because this man is amazing. And I know I use that word a lot, but he is. So I know you listen to some of my stories on my podcast and tell our listen, tell my listeners what story you resonated the best with you or what story you want to talk about today. Yeah, the, the one that resonated for me was uh, Meet My Storytelling Mentor. Mm. Uh, I, I enjoyed that story. And <sighs> The reason is because I think that there's a lot that people could relate to that story. Yes. How many times have we come across someone that believes in us more than maybe we believed in ourselves? And that encouraging hand that supported and helped, that gave you the confidence and strength that enabled you to move forward, because that's what a, a good mentor is there for. Absolutely. Let me share with the listeners a little bit about that story. So if you've not listened to the story, or maybe you have some time ago and you forgot, basically I share how I met my storytelling mentor. And I met her the weekend that the world shut down for the coronavirus. I was determined to go to the conference. I went to the conference and 
I met her. I was told by several people, you need to meet her. This is the lady you need to meet. And they introduced me to her and we clicked immediately. And the saving grace with the both of us, we lived in Virginia. So we were able to connect and she pushed me. She knew what I needed and she pushed me and she made me tell my story at the conference in front of people, that was the very first time that I ever shared a story and it went great. And she mentored me. She put me on the spot a couple of times, but she knew, she knew how to encourage me. And I just think mentorship, if you've never had one, that's fine. You can be one. So Sam, please tell us why, what are your thoughts on the story? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it resonates a lot uh, with regards to the people I interact and engage with, because I am a mentor to a lot of people. It's been about uh, 5,000 conversations to date that I've sat down and, and had some dis discussions and dialogue to help people. What resonated with me about the story is the fact that you were open to the interaction, mm -hmm. And the fact that that person was open to that interaction. And sometimes, you know, it might be where, you know, a mutual connection says you two need to meet, or mm -hmm. it might just be a random where you're sitting there listening to someone and you're like, I think I just got to have a conversation with that person and hopefully get a chance to speak with them. But the, the ideas that I thought you brought up with regards to the ability of that person to provide you the confidence. Now you already knew they had credibility in the space. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they saw that in you as well, that, that you had the capabilities and capacities. They, they re not only reinforced it, but they had that confidence in you as well. And that's the encouraging hand that I think is so valuable with regards to uh, the opportunity that was presented to you. It, reminds me of a, of a thought, and I've shared this with many people. I call it winning the lottery, but losing the ticket. Hmm. And what I mean by this is the fact that in life, we have many winning lottery tickets, not the paper kind you buy at your grocery mm -hmm. store or corner store, but the interactions and the opportunities that emerge. These are winning lottery tickets. Here's the sad part. Nine times out of 10, they're not cashed in. Yes. So I'll give you an example. I was out for lunch with a friend of mine. And I mean, I teach at university and I've you know, got a, quite a, a robust connection to people outside. And I was talking to the server and she's going to university and she's going to graduate in about six months, but in uh, criminology. And I said, oh, you know, here's this person who's, you know, in our neighborhood here uh, in our community. And he does uh, you know, uh, you know, criminal justice, and he, his organizations help people get in. I think you'd be a really great conversation. You need to speak with this person. And she was like, "Oh my gosh, like this is exactly what I'm looking for." Wow. And I said, "Here's my contact information. I wrote it down for her because she even said, Give, you know, uh, uh, can I get your contact?" And I said, "Yeah." And I said, "Here's my LinkedIn, just because it's legit that you know who I am, and I teach at the university, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera never heard back from her. And, oh, no. But it also happened the other day. A guy knocked on my door. He's with university uh, painters. He looked at my house. He says, well, you know, looking at it, it looks like you don't need a painting job. 
What about the interior? I said, no, that was just done last year. But I said, what about you? You're a, you're a university student because you're with University Painters. And he goes, yeah. I said, what about your area? He says, well, I'm looking at marketing or business and I'm okay. not sure of the journey and pathway. Like I said, I've, I've supported about 5,000 people in their journey. I said, well, here's what I do. And I gave him my card. He gave me his card. I've yet to hear from him. Now, wow. he gave me his card. And part of me is like, do I send a note and ignite the conversation? But this is a prime thing that I read in your story is you cashed in that lottery ticket. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that opportunity, look where it's guided and led you. Like, Absolutely. But I think even with um, what you were just saying, maybe mm -hmm. because I'm a little bit older, maybe because mm -hmm. they were like maybe in their early 20s, mm -hmm. you know, maybe that has something to do with it. They don't have the push. And I look at the teenagers and the, mm -hmm. the youth of today, they're a lot different. You know, right. they need that extra push. For me, if I know what to do, I'm going to do it. Right. I'm not afraid to try. I used to be afraid right. when I didn't talk, but now I'm not afraid. I will try it. I mean, I've been been through enough that enough hell and enough hurt is like, hey, if I get hurt, I've been hurt before and I made it through. So yeah, I think right. that's so sad though. But in his case, maybe you should, because they don't know. They yeah, no. don't know. And maybe you calling him will yep. help him to realize, you know what? Yeah, I, I should have. He's my second, right. I should have. And yep. this is my sep second opportunity and everyone doesn't get that. So let me jump on this. Yep. Or maybe he thought, you know, you were a little nuts. I don't know. <laughs> But call him and say, you know, I really do want to help you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and what's but and it's absolutes because nine times out of ten, I never hear back from them. And the one that I do hear from, I mean, I got an email from one of my former students, and the subject line said, "I'm cashing in my lottery ticket." Wow, really? And, oh no. So and when they do that, she's now working with me on building out retreats, and I'm helping her with her journey and supporting her journey and. Uh, connecting her with key people. And I told her, I said, you're going to be with me. You're going to be my, uh, my, I called her my business development specialist. And she's a, a second year university student. She was like, you've given me a title. I said, yes, because I'm going to be your reference for the future. I'm going to open up my entire network for you because she cashed in her lottery ticket. So I, lo I love the way you say that. I mean, I think that is a mm -hmm. great way to look at it. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, because, you know, the lottery is out there and it's all over the world. So people know about the lottery. I think that's yeah. a great way of mm -hmm. putting it. But of course, because you're a storyteller. But, <laughs> but you know, I, 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 I mm -hmm. sympathize with people who miss out. Yeah. And sometimes, and we don't know why, you know, it could be yeah. fear. It could be that, you know, it, they- Intimidation. Ran, right, or they've run into people who weren't authentic yeah. like you were. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so sad. So do you have a similar story about mm -hmm. a mentor or something like that? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's interesting because while I mentor and coach three to eight people a week. Oh, wow. Valerie, Valerie do you know who my mentor is? Who? Me. I mentor, wow. I self-mentor. Really? This is through, a first for me. <laughs> it is. I mean, the way I self-mentor is through my writing and okay. experiences because I didn't have anyone on my journey <clears throat> back in the day who was there to guide and support 
And I find that my writing is the way that I self-mentor myself. Like I've got about a 185 blog posts that I've done on my website. And every single one of them is me talking to myself. And here's the way I best describe the mentorship piece for me or when I'm writing. Picture two people at a campfire facing each other and they're talking or one person's talking, one person's listening. And, you know, maybe think of three rows of people circling them and they're cross-legged okay. listening intently. And then past the three layers of people are people who are careening in to listen to what's being said. And after they listen for a while, they leave, they may come back later, they may not. But the center point, the person talking and the person listening, that's me. I'm talking and talking to myself. And the people around me are my avid listeners, the ones who are like, he's just launched a blog post. Okay, he's doing this. Uh, he's speaking at this event. So they're uh, circling around me because of the content and, and what, he, what I'm sharing. But a lot of what I've created or come up with, everything is driven by self. And But equally at the same time, I do want to say, there is so much value in having mm -hmm. a mentor. I've just done it in a different way, but and it's worked for me. But equally at the same time, I highly encourage people to have a mentor. And or there's mentorship programs as well. Yes. And you know, you could even get into a mentorship program. But the interesting thing is, you know, and and oftentimes, you know, people are like, Well, I've I've got a mentor, Sam, but can I also talk to you? And I'm like, Mentorship is not dating. You can have more than right. one you can mentor. have. Yes, you can. And of you course. can have mentors that you know and that you don't know. Because, of course, in my story, I share, you know, I knew Sheila, but my other mentors yep. are people from afar that, you know, I follow them and yeah. all that. But I, I want to um, say oh, this sure. before I forget, um, you know, because I'll forget a question. I was going to write it down. But do you think it's because of your life experiences mm -hmm. that you were able to mentor yourself through it? Because I know life itself is yeah. a mentor. When you go through enough, because I can mentor on people about getting their voice back because mm -hmm. I have gone through. I don't have a mentor that says to me or mm -hmm. a book or anything how you I can tell you my experience, how I got my voice back and I'm able to mentor other people with that because of my life experience so with your life experience that's what you mean when you say you yeah. mentor yourself exactly and and it's interesting because i in 2011 i did a tedx talk about mm -hmm. storytelling and it's called the Ex discovering the extraordinary in the ordinary and all of that came out of again that whole self-mentorship piece because I said, you know, we go through life in autopilot. I mean, everything mm. seems ordinary in our routine. But embedded in the ordinary are these tremendously extraordinary experiences, which are we open to it? And the way that I, I share this is through a concept I came up with, which is carpe. Carpe diem is seize the mm -hmm. day. Carpe yes. is what I've come up with that helps me build the stories. So what carpe stands for is, and I'll go through each one, curiosity, appreciation, mm reflection, perspectives, experience. And that's really become the cornerstone of my self-mentorship. So curiosity, I go through life with a very curious nature. Mm -hmm. My radar is on. And as I'm walking, it's, it's like, you know, I'll stop. And then, for example, I saw a set of footprints in the sand in a beach. And instead of just walking past it, which we normally would do, I, I sat right there. 
That's curiosity. Appreciation is adding more, thinking that there's, there's something here that I need to really consider. And I remember looking at these footprints and appreciating it for more than what they were. They're, yeah, they're just yeah. a simple set of footprints in the sand, but appreciating it. And as I sat there, I started doing the R, which is reflection, reflecting on, Thank you know, you. Yeah. what does it mean? Where is this person coming from? Where are they going? Trials and tribulations. And it just, through perspectives, which is the P, it hit me that tomorrow these footprints are gone. Later yeah. on, when the tide comes in, they're gone. So, uh, you know, then I suddenly realized, how do I leave a lasting impression and not just a footprint? And that came out of this whole carpe piece. And then the E is experience, which is a really important piece, because if you don't capture your experience or your story, it dies an untimely death. So that's right. how I go through this process. But that's also en enabled me to become self-reflective and to become a self-mentor, because what I'll do is I'll think about something and, and I've come up with so many different acronyms, so many different ways of looking at things. Uh, and, and that's enabled me to, you know, go through life and to your, to your point on that one as well, you know, it also enabled me to stop looking at what I was doing and reflect on who am I? Because the moment I did that clarity emerged in my life and I was able to discover that extraordinary in the ordinary. Wow. But you know, something you said about curiosity, I think as children, we are very curious, yes. but I think when we get into adulthood, that mm -hmm. leaves us unless you just have that in you. Like for me, I've mm -hmm. always been curious that mm -hmm. never left me, but yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, life gets in and they start having children and all these things start happening and it leaves them. And I love I love that the way you put, you are such a storyteller. You are so amazing because, you know, I'm going to be, every time I look at a footprint, I'm going to stop now. And I, um, I have a book of poems in one of my, um, mm. one of my stories, one of the pictures I should say, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to mm. put it into a book. And one of it is um, a picture of footprints. And I mm. was at the beach and I, I don't know what it was about that particular footprint, but I snapped the picture. Yeah. And then when I, it was a poem that I, I had written, I can't remember the name of it, but I remember the picture and I wanted the picture to go with the poem because the poem and the picture yeah. match perfectly about, you know, not following other people's footsteps to yeah. be in your own footsteps, to be your own unique person. Oh yeah, this is so good. It is so good. So, you mm -hmm. know, as um, you listen to the story, I always ask questions at the end mm -hmm. um, of the podcast. I share with my thoughts and then I ask questions. So the question at the end was, do you have a mm -hmm. mentor mm -hmm. or are you a mentor right and uh, i'm the mentor and you know <laughs> that's where uh and it's interesting because people come to me and they see me uh, i call myself the difficult monk because they come to me <laughs> looking for the answers to life they see me as an orange saffron bearded man on top of a mountain i got a bit of a beard no orange yes. saffron but in north van where i live in canada uh we do live up on the hill so I guess, well, people just come to me looking for the answers to life. But what I do is I'm the difficult monk, meaning I'm not going to tell you what to do. There's enough people out there telling you what to do. Yes. 
So what I do is I ask a lot of questions Questions. because the monk you seek lies within you. And my role and responsibility is to ask those questions and you realize what is it that you need to do. So for me, when we talked about this mentorship and uh, well, and actually it's also mentorship and coaching and they are different. What what you'll find is coaching. If somebody has no idea of the journey in uh, inquiry-based questioning, when someone has an idea of the journey, now mentorship and we guide them along. And sometimes you go back to mentorship. Sometimes you go back to coaching. When I sit down with somebody, I don't have an agenda. I say, what would you like to talk about today? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that will guide it. Now, because of the carpe principle and storytelling, I have a virtual filing cabinet. And when they start telling me, oh my God, I'm pulling stories. Yes, I'm the same way. I'm sorry. But my, I look at my, my head is like a Rolodex or like the contacts in your phone and you're going through them and you're finding that story that you know they it's going to connect the two of you together and you'll be able oh keep going I'm sorry I just had to say this because I feel the same way I am the exact same way I mean my my brain is going what story could I tell them to help move them forward what story can I tell them that's going to help stick with them yeah you know, to help them become who they need to be. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, go, go. No, no, no. (laughs) But this is where what we really need are what we call memory triggers. In other words, Mm -hmm. just when they're talking, it triggers something that now, you know, this is what you need to share with that person. Now, also, I really want to share this thing, which is equally at the same time. And that's why I said the second thing that I I just, I listed as the the five things in my life. The second thing is story sharing. And the reason I use story sharing, because storytelling is unilateral. This is what I would do when I teach my class, storytelling, because I'm telling and they're listening. Story sharing is where we sit down and have a conversation and we're sharing with each other. And we layer stories on top of each other. And yeah, let me tell you about this time. Let me tell you about that time. And mentorship to me, even though I don't have a mentor, they mentor me with regards to their presence and their conversations with me. I mean, so on officially, like I don't have a mentor, but I've grown so rich as a result of the conversations I've had with so many of these people. And they want to work with me. They want to uh, continue to stay connected. Uh, 20, 25 years later, we're still having these conversations. And the beauty of it is, there's no awkwardness. I mean, if I haven't talked to somebody in 5, 10, 15, even 20 years, there's no awkwardness to pick up. I had one person probably about five, six months ago, I spoke on a podcast, that podcaster put it up on LinkedIn. This person saw my name and she was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen him in 20 years. (laughs) Without even a hesitation, a note came to me saying, oh my gosh, it's been 20 years and we've reconnected. And there's no awkwardness. So from that standpoint, it's very important to just build those relationships, not network, but build relationships. The other thing I want to share about mentorship. Some of the best mentors have nothing to do with the area that you are looking at. You are absolutely right. I mean, I when I mentor, uh, there will be, for example, a mentorship program, and they give me somebody with a finance background who wants a mentor in finance. And they go back to the organizer saying, um, this guy has no finance background. And is it, I think there was a mix up. Could I get someone else? 
but the mentorship organization that I've been with for 21 years, they're like, you know what? No, no, trust me on this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, at the end, they're like, okay, I understand why you put me with this person because he gave me a different perspective. And uh, that's the other thing I want to share is perspectives. Keep your mind open when you're in a mentorship program as a mentor or a mentee. Um, don't as a mentor, don't force your way into the mentee to say, this is what, you know, your pathway should be and all that. And as a mentee, follow up, keep having those conversations because mm -hmm. your responsibility is to, to follow up and to initiate those conversations with your mentor. So, you know, those are, those are some things that I think are really important for people, whether it's through storytelling, whether it's through career, whether it's life, you know, make sure you get yourself somebody that you respect and admire, build the relationship mm -hmm. and don't force it, but have some great conversations. Well, a couple of things I want to add to that, because I think everything you said is great. But I think maybe one another key thing is you have to be open because okay. I was open. You mm -hmm. have to be open. Yes. And if it doesn't turn out, don't give up. Find someone else. If oh. you don't believe that person is, you can find someone else yes. if that's what you want. Another thing that you said, um, oh, Lord, it didn't went away. Oh. <laughs> it was about, was oh, it about... about Go ahead. It was about the, um, the, the, the one that connected back with you yeah. when I think it was the fact that you are a st storyteller and you connected, it was your stories. It was mm. something about you. And that's why I think storytelling is so important yeah. because it does connect us, connect us when you find something in common with someone or, or when they share a part of their life with you, even if it doesn't really connect with them, it could be the fact, oh my God, it's what, oh, you went through all of that. I've never yeah. been through that, but look how you made it. And that in itself yeah. connects you. So that's, I think, oh my God, that is yeah. amazing. Yes. Well, and that's what I do in class. I mean, uh, when I get my evaluations back, oftentimes what I'm reading from the students is, you know, the stories helped to, for us to realize and understand and connect us. Uh, I'll do this quickly. Um, so one of the things I share with my students, because, you know, they see somebody who's lecturing, who's, you know, accomplished mm -hmm. many things in life. And oftentimes they see it as, well, he's up here, I'm down here, there's not this relatedness. Well, one thing I tell them is when I graduated university, and I went out to look for my next, you know, my job, and I was applying for jobs. I mean, business and political science, who's lucky to get me? I sent out 12 letters. One oh, came back yeah. weeks later. And it just basically said, congratulations. Uh, sorry, well, we don't have a job for you. I was like, okay, that's okay. You're not lucky. And there's 11 more letters out there. But that's I'm just right. More. You know what? <laughs> Carry on. But here's what happened. The more letters I sent out, the more letters came back. And what I have in my hand are 86 wow. rejection letters from companies. Oh my God. Say, you're not, you know, we don't have a job for you. We don't know what you're looking for. Good luck in whatever you do. 86 times I was rejected. But I tell my students, I got my first job. My first job was mopping floors and emptying rubbish bins as a janitor. And that's what I had to do. So you know what? I took that on, but I learned three valuable life lessons. And this is where the self-mentorship comes in because these life lessons emerged because I was open to it. My father said, I don't care what you do, you do the best job possible. Absolutely. And I put that quality even to this day. Second valuable lesson. 
There were times I would get on the elevator with professionals and be ignored because you're not a professional. I know what it feels like to be ignored. Mm-hmm. I will not treat people. This is why I've had about 5,000 conversations to date. And the third valuable lesson is don't look at it as an absolute poor me. Uh, I'm a janitor with a degree on the wall. No, what can I learn in anything we do in life? There's a learning capacity. And when I share that with my students, they're all of a sudden it was like this. Now it's like, yeah, janitor, are you kidding me? And then, but then I tell them, I said, the reason why I shared this with you is you're going to have obstacles, but I don't want you to be phased by it. You have to embrace the obstacles. Mm -hmm. But as a result of my stories and helping you, I don't want you to go through what I went through. And it leads to one of my favorite quotes. Obstacles are the necessary bricks on a road to success. You have to embrace the obstacles. Don't fear them. They're there for a reason. Yeah. And they're like stepping stones. In order to get somewhere, you climb the stairs or you step on the stones. It's not a failure. It's something that, and and as long as you've learned something through it, if you go back and reflect on it and say, okay, I learned this. So it's not a failure. It's just helping me to get where I need to go. It's a setback. It's a setback. And you know, if those, if one of those letters would have materialized, I wouldn't be with you today. My life would have gone in a different direction. And I look at those 86 rejection letters, which is about the size and weight of a brick. Many of those companies no longer exist, but I still do. I outlasted many of those companies. (laughs) Yeah. And I look at, I look at um, my same, uh, I was on an interview the other day and I thought it the same thing. If I hadn't have lost my voice, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have this podcast. I wouldn't be able to help other people find their voice because I had to go through it in yeah. order to help other people. So like you said, just, it's, it's not, it's a, it may be a setback, you know, if you think of it that way, or yep. just think of it as a stepping stool to get somewhere else with you Sam. Embrace this, it. Yes, this has been great. So I know you have a book and I know mm-hmm. you have other things. So please share with my audience, you know, sure. what you like your social media handle, how they can sure. get in touch with you. Yeah. So I have a website and uh, 185 blog posts. Anybody can go in and read uh, the stories and the experiences. And it's www.sam-thiara.com. And then I'm also on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. And there you'll find that I'm building out, well, the mentorship and coaching. I'm building out retreats with regards to personal development, self-care, and uh, mindfulness I'm an author as well. I've got two books. One is a a storytelling book on how to build stories and discover that extraordinary in the ordinary. And the other book is about my journey to India to find my ancestral roots with just a faded photograph, very little else, but also discover my identity. So the book is lost and found, seeking the past and finding myself. Yeah, I wish we could have talked about that book because listen, y'all, that book, the picture, and he was telling me about it when we um, did our meet and greet. It is a great book. Believe me, it really is. I've not read it, but what he told me makes you want to go out and just buy it. Well, Sam, thank you so much for coming on my show and for helping those who are seeking mentors or want to be one to show them how important mentorship is. No, by all means. And I just want to leave you with my favorite quote. Everyone's life is an autobiography. Make yours worth reading. Your audience, your listeners, every single one of them is a living story. And I look forward to the opportunity of seeing them develop and build their own personal stories. 
That is amazing. Thanks. All right. Bye. Thanks for taking the time to listen. I pray that this episode will make you think about your own memories and how they have impacted your life. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube at Miss V the Storyteller, or you can email me at V-A-L-I-S-O-N-E-L-L-I-O-T at gmail.com. All right, friends. Thanks for listening. Bye.